In the Pits is sponsored by Hustletown Paintball. Hustletown is a brand by Jason Tinsley of Houston that is all about representing Houston paintball and highlighting its local talent. Head to hustletownpaintball.net to browse their selection of casual wear and use code PIT10 for 10% off of your order. In the Pits is partnered with Compete. Compete is a Texas-based brand by Jell Stewart of professional team AC Diesel that provides custom jerseys, pants, headbands, straps, tech shirts, and any other soft goods to help individuals and teams compete at the highest level. Support Texas Paintball and message Compete on Facebook or Instagram and mention In the Pits podcast for 10% off your entire order. In the Pits is sponsored by FU Athletics, created with a purpose and focused on building a better you. We are a brand that matters in your workout, and every purchase gives back to cancer research. Go to thefuathletics.com and use code INTHEPITS25 for 25% off of your order. In the Pits is partnered with Get That Shot. Get That Shot now offers first-in-line photo and video editing, 20% off Get That Shot merch, and 20% off prints to all teams that wear the Get That Shot logo on their jersey. Message GetDat underscore shot on Facebook or Instagram to become a GetDat Shot program team. In the Pits is partnered with Paintball Kumite. Paintball Kumite is a program designed by Colt Roberts of professional team San Antonio X Factor to take paintball players of all ages, experience levels, and skill groups and mold them into champions. The program breaks the game down into small, easy-to-learn sessions designed to help you master the fundamentals so that you can elevate your game. Newcomers to the program get a free one-hour introductory class when mentioning In the Pits. To sign up for a class, message at paintballkumite on Instagram. Welcome, everybody, to episode 49 of In the Pits Paintball Podcast. This podcast is focused on everything that has to do with the paintball scene here in Texas, from professional players and teams to new divisional programs, local tournament series, field owners, Texas-based brands, even photographers and videographers. Every week, we'll have a short and sweet episode with a new topic and a new special guest. I'm Christian Smith. I'm a player for the Texas Titans. In this episode, we are going to feature a man of many names. Goes by Nostromarcus, the time traveler, the good shepherd of Texas paintball, Gray Smoke. It's Mark Franz, everyone, the owner of the Austin Notorious Program. Mark, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, and I'm feeling a lot better compared to last night because uh, of the travel. And then I had issues with my cell phone, and that they don't have the same plugins that they're obviously in the United States. And so we just had multiple things going on. And but here I am, and it's 2:30 over here in Europe, and uh, we're getting prepared to play in our first pro event tomorrow. Well, Mark, I definitely appreciate you for agreeing to come on the show. I know you're very busy this weekend. Uh, for anybody who's not aware, uh, Austin FSU, which is Notorious's European Pro line, they're about to compete starting tomorrow over in the NXL Europe Netherlands Invitational. So it's currently 2.30 in the morning over in the Netherlands, and Mark is still calling in. So, Mark, we definitely appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, so... Let's get started, Mark. Uh, let's start with this past weekend. So uh, your program took wins in the Bunker Fest Memorial Classic event in both D4 X-Ball and D5 X-Ball. So for your D4 line, your uh, top line, that's now four event wins in a row and 35 matches in a row without being beaten. So tell us about uh, your your squads and how that Bunker Fest event went. <laughs> Well, um, the the top D4 line we have with Brian as our captain and uh, Skyler Molina's co-captain. Um, it was it was it was incredible because I was trying to you know get my boots all tore apart and I went over there a little bit late and the guys are losing. Uh, they were down three points and um, they've been real resilient on being able to come back. Because I believe a bunker fest they went down against veteran militia also, but this was a very experienced team with uh, Team Zone, which had Todd Morrow. And uh, they had other some other you know really good players that have been around a while, and um, so to see them come back like that, and win four straight points. I believe that uh, they had to go into overtime because the time ran out, and then you know they won the overtime point. Uh, I felt Tyler Spies again did a really good job of pushing the tempo because he had uh, they put um, the boogeyman uh, on the D side, 
and uh, off break, uh, both last points, he 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 went he went to the Dorito side and ran through the uh, paint. I don't think the paint was even there yet. So uh, and then Skyler was over there on the snake side. So yeah, it was incredible uh, to to watch all that and witness it. it was, uh, there what was the thirty fifth straight match they haven't lost one in thirty five. Yeah, and that's uh, that's quite the streak. I don't think we've seen anything quite like that in Texas paintball before. So the four events, it was, of course, the first Bunker Fest event, the Alamo Blitz event, and then you had the first USXBL event the weekend after, and then the third event being NXL Round Rock, which y'all won as well, and then this fourth event this past weekend, the Bunker Fest Memorial Classic. So these aren't just you know, random small scale tournaments that your line is playing. They're playing the, you know, the very best that Texas has to offer and they're just absolutely dominating right now. So that speaks a lot for uh, the roster that you've uh, created and gotten together, but also the work ethic of your players to not only get to the top, but to stay on top so consistently. Uh, well, we, we've had uh, downtime for the last uh, two or three years because most of all of our players, they graduated once we won the uh, the Bunker Fest D3 event and then also the USXBL series. Um, so uh, most all of our guys went to D2. So uh, we've been trying to rebuild and that, that hasn't been easy. So we've, we've tried bringing our D5 guys up, which would be successful, and trying to get them to D4, but it's hard on first-year D4 players. And then the players we brought in to help, you know, we tried to do the best we could, but we weren't doing very well. So I heard a lot about this Brian guy that played in uh, San Antonio. So I brought him over and to try and, you know, made him the captain. And um, he brought in Brandon Summers, which we've been, you know, knowing him and Brandon's even tried out for our uh, D2 line and pro line too. So, I mean, he's been wanting to get with us. And other than that, we took most of the guys that we had at XTPL, which is the only D4 event that the guys have lost. That was their first one, and that was with Marky. And we had Skyler, and we had Gio. That's the boogeyman. We had Chris. And um, we formed a pretty good line with, and with Skyler and Brian, but uh, we, we made it out. I think we were the one of the number one seeds. We had like an hour and a half layover rest. And I think that kind of froze us a little bit, but agreed uh, had the same amount of time. And I believe they did go in and win their first match. So no excuses. Uh, but uh, from there, I mean, they've just taken off like wildfire and it's been incredible to watch them to do what they're doing right now. Oh, absolutely. And it's so fun to watch them. I mean, especially with that three point comeback that they had down three zero, you know, on threatening to get mercy ruled in the finals. And then they come back and win the whole thing. It's just absolutely fantastic paintball for them. I know that zone had a lot of penalties in the second half of that match that definitely didn't help them out. But uh, just the way that your players were able to fight back was really cool to watch. Well, I think it's a testament also to the bunker fest and their refing. Um, Cause I do believe the USX bill has, has gotten way better, way better with their refing. And um, I feel like all the teams feel like they have a good chance there to win. And, and bunker fest has done a great job bringing in, you know, a lot of rest, just not from the area. So I think that's where the issue is. A lot of times is just that it's hard for players who know teams and, you know, the, the team and the players to go out there and, and ref a match uh, fairly because it's their boys out there, right? So I think, you know, all the leagues are doing a lot better job by bringing in uh, refs from the outside. For sure. And I think just the level of play is getting higher and higher all the better because of it. So, Mark, let's continue on. Let's uh, let's back up a little bit, actually. So for those that are listening right now that don't know about you or maybe don't know so much about you personally, how long have you been involved in the Texas paintball scene? Uh, this is our 11th year and we may we may have touched on a little bit you know 12 years ago that's where we started over grandpa's paintball on i-10 and uh from there marky and i just you know really you know just love the speed ball and we weren't really much into the woods ball because i went out and that's when i was 10 years younger and i messed up my ankle um you know being out in the woods and i was like well man it's just so much easier on the speed ball field um it's hard to really to get hurt um so i've been doing 11 years and i haven't had any major injuries and i'm I'm blessed for that uh but other than that um marky and i first uh went out to x factor and it was incredible and the people all remember when we first went out there marky was just so small he was 11 and um we we're just all into it and 
Uh, I can remember everything so vividly, and that's with Skylar Molina taking Marky over to the snake side and um, showing them, you know, the the snake bunkers and, you know, how he could hide in there and, and play. And so uh, there's so many good memories um, from the X-Factor area and, and the players, the pro players, which were always all very nice to us, Colt Roberts and, and Archie, um, all those guys, and, and, of course, the godfather of paintball, um, Alex Martinez. Um, he was always very instrumental of, of trying to advise and to, to make me understand things because it was kind of hard to make a, a 49-year-old man understand a, a lot of the paintball ins and outs and all the, um, you know, just the political stuff because I just loved to burn bridges back then. I'd love to burn them and then I would rebuild them and then now I've been a little bit better at not burning bridges, but I used to love just to tear the bridges down. I just really didn't care. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to learn when you first get into paintball, especially the Texas paintball scene. It's very, very complex. And uh, all the people over at X Factor, Alex Martinez, Colt Roberts, Jesse Stevens, they're all uh, super friendly and super um, willing to help the local area players. So uh, with you being in for 11, going on 12 years now, have you always been notorious or were there any other programs that you were involved with before uh starting your own well the the first name we came out with was the the matrix because that's marky loved the matrix and uh and that was kind of cool and and uh alex uh to try to remember his last name kushimi uh anyways he he, he was with us to start with and we're we're i was kind of uh the way I always did business with everything was that I, I didn't want to waste a lot of time. And so I went in and um, the speedboat had a team and uh, I talked with Desmond and um, Ty was always kind of a free agent. And so um, I got Desmond because Desmond was out there because X Factor had a really cool bro program on Wednesday nights. And Marky and I would always go out there and Desmond was pretty cool to take the time to actually give us, you know, to make us understand and try to learn things. And so we, we were able to grab Desmond, and then I went ahead and grabbed Ty Bateman. And um, from there, uh, I formed a pretty good team, and we were going touring around a lot and winning. But I still had me and Marky and I were playing a lot of tournaments. But Marky, uh, we kept him in D5 for two years to try to just to get him to develop really well and not rush him. And so once um, Marky got to be of age to where he could play D4 competitively, uh, that's when I kind of slowed down on my deal. And um, some of the players kind of went their own way. Eventually, like Ty went over to uh, Diesel um, and for, I think, one event or so. And then he went over with Prime, uh, the other team that was out of X Factor. They did that for a little bit, and then the money went dry. And so I believe the boys went with X Factor. And they, they spent a year there, and it cost them their APPA points. And they both kind of quit paintball for, I believe it was, was it four or five seasons, um, Ty and Desmond? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I know a couple of the players, at least locally, uh, have been playing against Marky for quite a long time now. Um, one of the teams that they keep bringing up was Child's Play. Uh, when, when, about right. when was that involvement with uh, Child's Play? Well, I had to get on my phone to go back, but uh, all anyone ever has to do is like go to APPA like in Europe right now or to Philly and just hit on Marky's APPA and you'll go back and um, Diego Santos, I believe, was was talking about how incredible and I think Ryan from the Killers because they're, they're both play on our Europe line, pro line, and they said uh, Marky is over 150 APPA events played. And so somewhere in there, I'm, I'm sure it was probably around uh, 2014, uh, 2013. It was Chris Cash and uh, Guerrero, his son. Uh, and I, I, I wanted to get Marky with some younger guys just to let him kind of be free a little bit and have some kids at his own age. So uh, they did that, and they, they did pretty well. There's a lot of videos out, and it's incredible. Like when Marky and I are out at the events, uh, we'll be sitting in the stands, and some young kid will come up and say, Mark, that's you, Marky, that played on Child's Play. And Marky will say, yeah, that's me, and what's your name, and uh, talk with them. And Marky's pretty friendly. Um, to all the people that come and try to talk with him about stuff. Cause uh, it's, he does have quite a, a huge history in that. Uh, my whole thing with Marky was that uh, I held him back on purpose and for a long time. 
And that was because playing a number two and a number three, to me, takes a lot of time to develop, to really understand how to play the, 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 the part and to understand everything that goes with it. And I think by me holding him back as long as I did, as soon as you graduated high school, you know, at, at, at that point, I let him go play pro and our guys weren't ready. So, uh, but yeah, going back to the child's play, um, it was an incredible time. And there's some really cool uh, videos of Marky and Guerrero and the boys. Uh, so people can go do the search and, and see all that. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so that was 2014 when uh, Marky was playing with tw- child's play. And that was his uh, in the middle of his second year of playing, at least according to APPA. Uh, his right. first events were in 2013, which uh Marky was 12 years old at the time 11 or 11 or 12 at the time so Marky's definitely been playing for a very long time almost half of his life at this point which is uh, pretty incredible to see uh yeah so uh let's focus more about you personally though so tell us about how you first got into paintball uh well I went with Marky to grandpa's um paintball on I10 and uh, of course, birthday party. And so that's how I got hooked with it, along with Marky. And then uh, we just started going and playing tournaments all over the place, anywhere we could find a tournament. And it got so bad that, you know, people started advising us that we need to practice a little bit also. So uh, we turned down the uh, the volume on playing so many events and we started, you know, going and practicing more to, you know, just understand the game and get better. Oh, that's a uh, uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, other than that, I mean, we uh, we we played all over, like going to PSP in Dallas. That's where, That was our first event. And uh, from there, uh, I believe Marky was on the D5 lines and we had the D4, but uh, we were going all over the place and playing in PSP events, uh, traveling. And, um, and so, yeah, it was just an incredible time. And I... Um, I didn't understand a lot about the paintball because I'd played other sports, football, basketball, baseball. And so I'd always been really active, but, uh, and volleyball also, but, uh, the paintball was the hardest to understand and to people, it would take months for me to understand kind of things would come back to me. And then I would say, okay, now I understand. And then, uh, you know, the little lights kept going off to where now I understand everything really well, but I don't have the same legs and I don't, I'm not working out like I need to to uh, be able to compete as well as I, I could if I were to just get in better shape because I understand everything better. But at 60 years old, I'm not the same 49-year-old guy that was just running around amok and crazy and yelling FSU with Marky and um, – so it's just, you know, it's just one of those things, but it's still fun to get out there and play and just do the best I can. And, you know, what points I get to play, I treasure. It's a great experience to go out there and be able to battle with uh, my teammates whenever I, I'm, I'm able to get out there and do it. For sure. And here in Texas, you have a bit of a reputation as uh, if you, if anybody who has seen the uh, either Francis photos or some of the videos on Yosh designs, or even the photo that we're using for the, for the cover photo, the thumbnail for this episode, uh, you have your own move on the field named after you, which is where you're uh, just holding the gun above your head, just trying to get that extra angle down on whoever you're shooting at. And uh, you're you're definitely well known in Texas for that move at this point. You're right. Well, I was explaining to some of the Bunker Fest cast that on some of it, it's not as uh, as what they're thinking is, is why. But when I'm able to bring the gun up on the towers and push over like this I'm, I'm able to bring my shoulders in and it's true i could go sideways but when you do that you're exposing more going back so when i bring the gun up over I, i'm able to move all this over compared to when i have the gun here like this i'm exposing so much because my my uh i have a really wide uh shoulders so there's, there's a lot more to it but desmond gets upset with me and colt got mad at me years ago when he would just say that's trash mark stop blanking doing that i don't want to coach you if you're going to be doing that silly stuff it's not paintball put the gun to where it needs to be and and it was just hard for me to uh, do it because it just felt so natural and it's not that i can't shoot with my left hand but it's it's more though when i put the gun up like that i i'm still able to see vision wise what's going on but i can bring my shoulder in and then I could just crank the crank it down where I need to go, but ultimately I bring it back when I need to. Uh, so it's you know it's it is just one of those things. Um, but um, 
other players are doing it more. And I mean, there would, it's always should have been something, especially with the snake where you can, uh, the tall guys can, you know, shoot those angles down, but it's not something to do all the time. And I think I overdo it a little bit. So I try to keep it manageable and it's hard though. Cause if, you know, if it feels good, do it. You know, that's what I always say. Yeah, and you just gave away some of your big trade secrets now, so maybe we're going to see that yeah. more and more. I hope not for well, for the, the refs' sake, guys, especially. And the big guys, I think it could help them to uh, to be able to stay alive longer. And um, so, anyways, uh, what's the next question? Yeah. So for uh, up next, this question is brought to us by Hustletown Paintball. So head to hustletownpaintball.net and use code PIT10 for 10% off of your order. So, Mark, you've been in the scene quite a long time. Uh, what are some things that you've noticed that have changed within Texas paintball, either for better or for worse, over the years? Well, that's a good question. Um, I think there was a lot of drama that was undue about uh, the USXBL and not counting the points on the D3 Premier. Um because they did count the points on the D4, so the points would come up and people would have to go to that division. But in Texas, uh, especially in San Antonio and the Valley, some of those areas, I mean, it's hard to play in the, the higher level D3. And a lot of the teams quit. And the USX bill had all the statistics on that, that so many teams and players would just stop playing. And it's not like California. California has a lot more money. Uh, and expendable money and uh what happens in some places maybe is is not the ideal thing for here but uh i do see how the bunker fest is coming in and um they've done well and you know for me we we love the bunker fest and uh our roots are still with usxbl because you know with rab um you know, we wouldn't be where we're at if it wasn't for the USXBL. So I tell some of my players that, that maybe don't like the USXBL, whatever. I say, look, if you got something bad to say, just keep it to yourself. Some of these players in our lines want to play USXBL. And as you can see, we have four lines, uh, two D5 lines and two D4 lines for uh, still playing USXBL. And that's right after we got through playing last week. So, you know, we got a lot of guys that like playing and we feel fortunate that we have options like the USXBL and the XTPL and the Star Series and, of course, the Bunker Fest with Chris Rangel because uh, I'm real into the whole fact that I think competition is great and it, it's it's great for all the players in Texas to have um, people come in like Bunker Fest and, and want to give away the prizes that they do and have good events. It, it makes the other events even better. They, they got to try harder, you know, just like any business does. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I think that uh, having all of these different options is uh, fantastic for the scene, uh, not just on a more local level where you're really just focusing on teams with either from your field or maybe from your city, but also these bigger tournaments like Bunker Fest, where you're bringing in... <clears throat> You know, 40 teams in a division, which un until this year, you know, I, you're really only seeing those kinds of numbers at NXL events that come to Texas where you're having these massive divisions. And I think having both is, you know, the more options that you have, the more paintball that you get to play, uh, which sure. is just better for the scene in general. Yeah, because what I try to tell uh, my players uh, at the first of the year is just like, look, if you had ever uh, traveled around to go to the PSP and the NXL events like we have and spend the kind of money, you know, renting vehicles, hotel rooms, flights, eating out, being away from work, your family, your animals, you know, there's, there's so much to do to, to have to go and travel like that and the, and the cost and the rewards are slim. Uh, it's mostly before the love of playing and competing against the best is why we go to the NXL and we, why we wouldn't go to PSP. Because it costs them a lot to run the events, and the money they give away is what it is. And um, if people don't like it, I mean, you don't got to go play it, right? So, you know, arguing and fussing about things aren't going to help. Uh, so, for that's why we feel so fortunate to have Bunker Fest, the USXBL, XTPL, Star Series, have all those in our backyard to where most of my guys don't have to travel around. But uh, our our top D four line, they are looking to travel to Chicago. Because obviously they've learned that the double points that they really only got to play. They won 
uh, Dallas, uh, the Round Rock. And so if they go to Chicago and win, well, all they got to do is go to Chicago and win. That's three events um, for 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 number ones. Uh, they win the series. So yeah. that's what they're looking to do. Uh, for so, sure. And I think that, uh, again, your D4 line just doing a great job right now. And uh, they're the team to beat. So we'll see how they continue with that for the rest of the season. So this next question, uh, before we get to the next question, see, we got a lot of people in the chat watching us. So y'all welcome. And uh, thank you all for your patience. I know that uh, Mark had, uh, you know, yesterday he was traveling to the Netherlands and then we had some issues just getting everything connected. So having to postpone a day, you know, no, no big deal there. We're still getting the episode in and uh, Mark just even be, being able to call in at all from the Netherlands all the way on the other side of the planet is pretty cool. So uh, everybody that's watching in the chat, if there's something that you'd like to ask Mark, uh, be sure you get your questions in and we will get to those questions toward the end. Uh, so this next question is brought to us by Paintball Kumite, which is Colt Roberts' training regimen. Uh, message Paintball Kumite on Instagram to get a, a free one-hour introductory class when you mention in the pits. So the Austin Notorious program has been around for over 10 years at this point, which in paintball, there are very few organizations that have been around for that kind of time especially for an organization like yours where it's not just one line, but it's a whole top to bottom program ranging from D5 all the way up to pro. So what has been your motivation to keep the program going and especially to do so on such a big scale like the Notorious program is? Well, for Marky and I, it's always been about uh, Texas and uh, I've always felt a little butt hurt that the South, the over in Dallas and Fort Worth area that they had kind of thought that they had their own little area over there. That was Texas. And I, I always kind of viewed everywhere, uh, as we were, we should be as one, but, uh, I'm, I'm more proud of the fact that we have mostly Austin based players and for such a small little town of us, Austin to be able to compete, uh, nationally and to win like we have, uh, I think it's a testament to our coach, Ryan Gray, who who came in and he really didn't want to coach a D2. But uh, with us, he, he said if he came back, he'd coach a D1 or pro. He has offers, he said. He, he has offers all the time. And it, it has to be something that he wants to do. And when he saw us win Bunker Fest, because I I'd called him, I said, Coach, you know, we, we're trying to build a D2 line, so I'm going to have to let Marky go, which he, he had went with grit to play D1 the one year because my my – Players just couldn't get it together to play D2 with Marky. So um, we, um, the coach was instrumental on uh, on our being able to do what we've done. And the coaches have always been uh, instrumental because we always just like me trying to pick up some of the best players when Marky and I were first starting out. Well, we always had good coaching with Colt Roberts and Archie came to help and Ross Saunders, Tyler. Uh, there's been just so many that it's hard to, you know, just go out there and remember everything and so many people that have helped us along the way. Uh, but the, the question was why we do it. Like, yes, like how many what is, what's your, what keeps you going? Well, the, for me, what it is, is that uh, I don't want to just go pro and forget, you know, everything we've done and, and to think the Texas area thinks, would think that we're we're through because we're not through and um it's not over till the fat lady sings is what i always say and uh the pro thing is nice but for me i i really i get bored watching the pro guys practice and it's just not my thing to watch you know i, I like to develop things and i like to go out and play a little bit and so um it's fun for me to, to bring in new D5 players and see the look in their eyes and for them to think that someday maybe they can play pro with Marky. And, uh, and I do, I believe that they can because Keegan was a good example of that. Keegan uh, played D5 with us and he did really well. And, um, you know, things don't always go perfect. And we're, we're real happy for Keegan that he's with the mutiny right now. And, um, but I, I, I want to keep growing Texas paintball. It's real important to me. And um, I want I want to give players a chance to know that they have somewhere to go play. Uh, and that's why when they come with our program and they start and they're playing with us, 
you know, we're, we're constantly showing them the same zones and the same calls. And that's why I get upset with, you know, whoever the coach or the players that come in at our top level. And I, I, I say, I'm looking, it's FSU. It's not somebody else. We don't have red, white, and blue. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the zones that we have. Uh, and if the, our lowest lines are learning it, I, I teach it all the way to the pros that come in. And I don't care if they're pros and they're this, that, and that. They have to learn our system or they can go somewhere else and play as far as I'm concerned. There's other players that want to come play and, and they need to learn how we play, not how they – us to learn how they play, for so to speak. So, um, Right, yeah, and I think – I think that, uh, I mean, it shows with how many players have come through the Austin Notorious program over the years. Even uh, you haven't been from Austin the entire time, but you have been, I think, for the, about the last four or five years at this point uh, under the Austin Notorious name. And there have been a lot of players that have come through in and out of the system. And uh, you've, you know, over it does take time to accomplish something like uh like what you did this past season where Notorious didn't just take one, but y'all took two pro spots at the end of last season, one here in the United States and one over there in Europe after, you know, many, many years just playing in D four and D three. And then finally, uh, two years ago, they get turned loose in division two and then go on to semi-pro and they went immediately win those divisions. So I know uh, you've credited a lot of that success to linking up with Ryan Gray. Uh, so tell us, uh, is there any other things that you'd like to credit that success to or you want to tell us maybe a little bit more about uh, how you made that connection with Ryan Gray? Well, we made the connection with Ryan Gray at the uh, the Bunker Fest back in, I guess it was 2013 or 14. And that's where we came up with the FSU slogan because Marky and I, uh, we would say cuss words and we would get excited and we would just be yelling and, you know, we were just going and bunkering people. And all we cared about was going and just doing things on the field. Like winning was okay, but it wasn't our main goal. It was going and shooting people and shooting them up close and, you know, just yelling and just raising a lot of ruckus. And uh, the coach, our coach Ryan was running it. And he said, look, guys, I know your father and son, you're having all this fun. But I already warned you once. If you don't quit cussing, I'm going to have to, you're not going to be able to play anymore today. And so that's where we came up with the FSU um, was, and I know that's a whole nother question, but that's kind of where we started with it. And, um, so it's kind of interesting that uh, he came to be our coach after he got to see, you know, a, a son and dad go out there and uh, compete and have so much, uh, you know, like energy and uh, vitality to go do all this crazy stuff on the field. So, you know, when you're asking, yeah, the coach is super important, uh, but the players uh, are, are real important and uh, they put a lot of time in. And it, it's incredible just to think out of the Austin area um, that we could do what we've done um, going against these big areas like Fort Worth and Dallas. And uh, you did mention the other places that, yes, we were called San Antonio Notorious and we were at X Factor for four or five years. And um, but, you know, people come in like Grid and uh, which is uh, was a great uh, franchise and uh I think there was another one, uh, Ruthless or something, and I think they felt we were expendable. And so Outlaw had always, you know, liked us a lot. And so, but Tom was always real professional. He never enticed us to come over or anything, but uh, we, we just made the move once it didn't feel like we were, you know, needed there anymore. And so um, I had told Alex that uh, we would be his D1 team and that Grid had great players, but I had Marky. And, um, I also had some other good players too. Uh, so anyways, it is what it is. And uh, some of my players left to go to um, Grit, which was all right, Elaine and Anthony. Um, and then, but it just, it turns out they all come back, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So we love Anthony and Lane. Uh, Marky and I was always real partial to Lane. And so he was going to stay with us. But then he said, boys, I got to go, man. I got to go with these guys. And it was all cool. All right. And okay, so, Mark. Uh, and uh, so – since then, I mean, you've you made the move and now, I mean, you've got the pro spot and you got got, you know, you've got Anthony back on your roster and I think y'all have really made an impact on the pro scene so far. I mean, uh your first 
pro event, you took, I think you had three overtime games or something like that. And then uh, you went up the first couple of points against impact before they came back on y'all. So it was definitely a solid start to the season. Uh, so uh, I, I do want to talk about your, uh, your American pro team, and then also kind of looking forward to the future. But before we do that, this next question is brought to us by FU athletics, go to the FU athletics.com and use code in the pits 25 for 25% off of your order. So Mark, I know you have a lot of moments to pick from, uh, over your, uh, long career in paintball. But uh, what would you say is your favorite moment in your paintball career so far? It would have to be a winning World Cup um, in our 10th try because um, we had multiple teams go try to play World Cup uh, in the past and we, we didn't do very well. Um, we would always, you know, place up there pretty high, but no, we never made a finals field ever. So for us just to make the finals field was a huge accomplishment. And then to go out there with the fire that we did and without uh, Kovar and Archie, because uh, I know the other line, um, Paintball Fit, they had a couple of their guys get injured, which we understand. But uh, at the same time, in Philadelphia, uh, other teams are coming up and saying, hey, you other guys are pretty good, but, you know, your snake side with Kovar and Archie, they 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 want it for you. So it was uh, it was of course, we would like to have had them with us, but it wasn't. So uh, for us to go to pick up, uh, um, it was uh, Ivan, and who had never played for us, and um, to go win World Cup was was uh, was was awesome. And uh, so I mean, that had to be the biggest because what came with this, the the pro spot. I mean, that's great, but it was getting the world, winning the pro spot wasn't really our big goal. Uh, maybe in the future it would have been, but uh, it really wasn't. It was winning because you, you touched on a while ago about us winning the uh, the D one spot in um, the pro spot in Europe, and with that we had no, you know, we didn't put other uniforms on. Uh, market diesel or the paintball fit guys but they did come and help us win the d1 spot uh in europe and uh but they told us we could use our name and the spot would be ours and we did what we were what we agreed to and uh it just as it turned out we can only have one current pro guy so we couldn't have mark johnson play with us but we're still looking at trying to bring over a fit guy uh, maybe for event two or three uh, to show them some love for everything that they did to come help us win that spot for sure. And let's let's talk more about your pro lines now. So uh, your Austin FSU European pro line plays uh, starting tomorrow in the Netherlands for the first time this season. And then three right. weeks later, we have the uh, NXL Mid-Atlantic Major ha- event in Philadelphia. So what are the goals that you have for both of these lines at these events? Well, for the Europe line, it's to win uh, 100% to make the finals field and uh, beat whoever's there across the field from us. Um, and I think we have the coach and we have the players to do that. And they practice really hard in the layout. They've been here for over a week uh, practicing um, Wednesday and Wednesday and Thursday and last Saturday and Sunday, along with we practice also in the United States together. So I think we have what it takes and to compete to be a top uh, four team in Europe. Now, in the United States, it's a whole different uh, set of uh, ball of wax in that um, for us there, our goals are to uh, win two matches and to make it to Sunday. And that's the Nostra Marcus prediction. And uh, it's probably going to be the same prediction every time, regardless of what pool we're in. Last last event, we're in a really rough pool. And I was not ashamed to lose, uh, to get skunked by... uh, my dynasty, uh, yeah. My dynasty, but they did bring in a couple of young players to help them, and it is what it is. I would love to have my guys play without those two guys some time for money, for some refs, they're all their OG guys, and my guys, young guys, I would love to see it. So until that day, though, obviously it'll be hard to beat someone like uh, Dynasty, and hats off to them for everything they've done. Um, but, uh, you know, it is what it is, and... Uh, we're, we plan on coming back and playing a lot better. We're in a pool that's a little bit easier, and uh, we we do think we 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 really like the Hurricanes a lot. But um, 
when they're in our way, we're going to look to beat them. And uh, we're, we're looking at winning two matches and making it to Sunday. And that's our goal. And that if we make Sunday is to try to win a match on Sunday. So for sure, th- and, those are our goals right now. Yeah. I mean, that last event in Round Rock, you had Dynasty, Houston Heat, Infamous, yourselves, and then Seattle Uprising. Dynasty, Heat, and Infamous were the first, second, and third place team at the event. So that was definitely a brutal bracket to be a part of in prelims. Uh, this event right. for Philadelphia, you've got Houston Heat again, you've got the Hurricanes, and then you have ML Kings and the Ironmen in with y'all, uh, which I think on paper anyway is a much more doable bracket to get some wins in. Um, so I think go, you know going two and two, uh, you know, getting into Sunday and then looking for your first win on Sunday, definitely an achievable goal. Going to be difficult. Uh, every everything in the NXL is difficult, but uh, definitely on paper anyway, much more uh, achievable, I think, than you know going up against Dynasty Heat and Infamous in their current form. So, um. So this next question, uh, and y'all, everybody that's in the chat, we're getting toward the end of our show. So if you have anything that you want to ask Mark, please be sure to get your questions in the chat now, and we'll get to them here in just a second. Uh, And then uh, also for anybody that's new to the chat, uh, I do have subscribers only mode turned on just to help protect against the bots, but it's set for any duration. You don't have to be subbed for any amount of time. Just hit the sub real quick, and then you can get your question in. Uh, So this Question is brought to us by Get Dat Shot, who's a pro media member of the NXL. Message Get Dat underscore Shot on Facebook or Instagram for media coverage at either Bunkerfest or NXL. So, Mark, um, is there anybody in Texas Paintball, either a player, teams, media members, any cool brands, anything like that, that you think deserves more recognition for what they're doing here in Texas? Well, we have to give a shout out to Dan. Uh, he took over the Facebook on Austin Taurus and also Instagram. And uh, he goes under shelled uh, photos and he's done a great job. And uh, it's not easy working with me at any, at anything period. Uh, so uh, it's a hats off to him. And also Travis has helped us with our website, austinatourist.com. And um He's done a great job for us also. But as far as trying to pick out a team, just one in general, um, I would have to say, uh, you know, AC Diesel has always done such a great job with going out with their players at different parks and, and trying to help players get better. And, and Mark Johnson and Greg Pauly, I mean, we, we all have our differences with stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, the truth is what it is. And uh, I think they've always done a great job of trying to grow paintball and, and to help Marky and I and our program. Uh, from there, uh, I think Houston Zone has been one of the longest tenure teams, and I think we might come in third because I'm sure AC uh, Diesel is the first one. But uh, Houston Zone has always done an, an awesome job. And then uh, going into the Valley, uh, we have Demolition and we have Balls Out, and both those uh, franchises are doing an excellent job. And then the San Antonio area, uh, the Titans. Uh, have done uh, a great job, and I know Ruthless is coming back, which is awesome. You know, they got some some great players, and it's good to see them come back. And other than that, I think we've covered. Uh, you know, there's Hypnotic in uh, in Austin, and of course, obviously, there's us there. Um, so I handled is that pretty good as far yeah, as yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, don't forget, don't forget the Dragoons in uh, at X Factor. That's right, and Sasha. Uh, 100%. Um, so I'd like to touch on real quick about the name when you were talking about earlier, uh, it was Kieran. We went from Matrix. We only played like maybe one event under Matrix. And then Kieran McFall, uh, he came up with the um, uh, Notorious because he liked the big Notorious. Uh, and, uh, you know, he passed away and that was hard on Marky. And, uh, but that's where we came up with our Notorious name. And then obviously it changed from San Antonio Notorious to Austin. We made the move. Uh, up to Austin. And, uh, so that's kind of how all that came about for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, we definitely appreciate y'all, uh, shouting out and noticing everything, uh, going on here in Texas. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are working really hard. I think Texas is very, very competitive right now. Uh, so before we get to our, our close of the show, we're going to go through some questions in the chat. Let's see. Um, 
Let's see, Dan Shelley in the chat, he says, wins two trophies at Bunker Fest and then flies across the world to support his team. Definition of FSU or not. Uh, so appreciate you, Dan. Um, yeah. What are some other questions out there uh, yeah. that people want to know? But, uh, um, so question out there, let's see. Uh, from Dan, uh, what's your, what has been your favorite moment so far in the NXL pro division this season? Um, well, winning our first match for sure, uh, was against the bears cause they're a, a great organization. And, uh, that was a very exciting to win that. And we thought maybe we were going to win against the uh, impact, but, uh, that didn't happen, but it was. It's been. A, it's been a blast. But yeah, winning the first match against the Bears would have to be. I would say, for sure. Um, Sasha asks, "Where are you finding all of these D five and D four players year after year after year?" You know what? It's not easy, and but someone's got to do it. And uh, every year, I, I I get the biggest kick out of uh, and the most of the work I put in, except for the D two line this year. I, I put in a lot of time there, jacking with that, and, until I got a guy that John came up to uh, to help me. And I thank God he came to help me because I was dying slow death there and uh, everything I had going on with my lower lines. But the D five is is probably my favorite thing every year because they're 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 the ones who need me the most the pro guys i mean they know what they're doing i get their pain and they go do what they do and i just you know their thing is them you know i'm not their teammate my other guys are my teammates uh on my d5 and d4 line so uh, other than that i'm the owner of the pro team over there but that's that's pretty much the end of it my heart is with my d5 and d4 lines for sure obviously my d3 and my d2 line right so it's all the lower lines that really keep me going uh once you get to the top you made it and that's great but uh my heart is still at the lower lines and that's that's what i want to keep working on and keep producing and and i want to see the next uh, guy that comes up from d5 that makes it with marky to play on the pro line and that's 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 what i live for is that absolutely uh let's see next question is uh uh just talking about what happened uh with in your match against the Gunners this past weekend at Bunker Fest. So do you want to talk a little bit about what happened there? Sure. Yeah, because I mean, I like to try to see both stories, both sides of a story because there always is. And for us just to cry and cry wolf about this and that, you know, it all started with Alex uh, shooting uh, one of the Gunner guys at the Bunker Fest uh, event number one in back of the head when really he didn't need to do that. And uh, especially to some of our guys who we think we call our friends, right? Um, I, I, I never condone that. Uh, when we went to play in California with Marky and Cal, uh, the guys up there, they were all about shooting guys in the head. And I told them there and the players there, I said, no, I'm not about that. Uh, I'm not about that life. Uh, I think it's cowardly to go and shoot a player in the back of the head when their back is turned. And, uh, it is, I let them know about that after it happened in the group chat and to Alex also. So anyways, we thought it was over as in they came down because they were losing, the gunners were losing. And so they came down to event number one and they punished Alex and a couple of our guys. And we all just let it go because we kind of knew that, well, we kind of shot someone back of the head. And so we all got to pay for that, you know, for one person's actions. So, you know, Alex, his points went up. He couldn't play with the top line, so he came and played with us, which is great because, you know, uh, we, we love Alex still and everything, but, you know, we all make mistakes, and we have to learn by them. So, anyways, part of our team uh, suffered a little bit of the consequences still because, obviously, it wasn't over in their eyes. So, on the last point, uh, I, I got to go in, and I was shooting the snake side, and I shot the guy running, and I kept shooting him, and he just kept coming until he shot me, and I put my arms up to the refs, and I went down to get my pods, and he shot my snake guy, and I didn't. I thought pretty much bell rang, it was over. So I, I was walking to leave, and then I, I heard all this commotion, so I turned around, and uh, there was three guys. that Two of them stopped shooting, and I didn't realize that there was another guy that on our team, Kellen, that kind of shot at him a little bit, and he turned around after some point because uh, he said he, he was fearful that his goggles were going to break and, like, whatever. So, anyways, uh, it happened what it what happened, and uh, I don't think it's good for paintball. Um, but, you know, I'm a big thing about, uh, you know, the consequences that come, you know, with uh, – the actions that we take every day in life and playing paintball. So I think we need to get through it, but I, I don't think it's something that needs to be happening. Um, 
and and for safety reasons also and also for the kids coming up and their parents to see uh so i think it's you know they said it was over and and we said well i'm over it like i was over it the previous event right so you know i'm not going to sit here and cast blame and a bunch of bs and everything but I, i definitely think that uh texas paintball is better than that and i think it was kind of a black eye and uh, it is what it is, and it's over now. But uh, any other questions on that? Uh, no, that's that's about it on the bunker fest thing. And yeah, I think everybody that has seen the clip uh, pretty much agrees that what happened uh, was definitely uh, crossed the line. And I'm pretty sure that no nobody wants to see that happen. I mean, it's one thing if players are playing rough or maybe they're overshooting like throughout the course of a point where it's hey you you know you're the last guy you get bunkered and maybe you get a little bit extra or whatever you know that's one thing but when uh multiple players are running down the field like completely taking the game out of it and it's it's purely to just you know inflict pain or have malicious intent that's when it crosses the line so uh i think that the way that bunker fest handled it was appropriate. I know there were several suspensions handed out, uh, to some of the, uh, individuals involved. Hopefully that, uh, this squashes it all. Um, but yeah, I think what happened was definitely not okay. And, uh, we'll see, you know, we'll see if we can move forward from that. Cause definitely not a good look for Texas paintball. Cause we are so, you know, like you said, we are definitely so much better than that. Uh, so this final question from the chat is from Don Jose Jalapeno, who's a D5 member on Texas Titans. Uh, he asked, uh, you know, you have the boogeyman on your D4 line uh, who's uh, won multiple MVP awards. Um, and we actually had him on the show a few weeks ago, Gio Cardiel. So a uh, question for you is, do you who's your standout on your D5 line right now? Not the D four line, but the D five. Not the D four line, the D five line. Okay. Well, on our on our division five lines, um, we have Cody and Ben on one, and um, we got. Um, and I mean, they just won their their first event, and so I mean, they're doing great over there. And uh, but as far as when we 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 start to go from there to the D four, um, the little back light on the. Uh, geo deal the boogeyman was that uh, he was actually going to play on our d2 line and just you know for whatever reasons things just didn't work out right so i I was going to take him to europe with us to play pro and uh there was some different issues like with visas which a lot of the players are having problems with with the covid and the russians and it's just a lot uh, to deal with so that didn't work and so i said man i think we can do a really crazy deal on d4 this year and uh he's he's living that life and uh so yeah i mean he's uh, he's the man, but he has a lot of, uh, of players around him that, that help him do what the boogeyman does. But ultimately, boogeyman has to be the boogeyman. And you saw it again at Bunker Fest. I mean, he just streaked down the Dorito line uh, while other teams and even some of our teams, like our D4 line, like they're too timid. They stay in the back. He just pushes the envelope and just wins the game. And, you know, it takes a team effort, but someone's got to get out there and do it. For and sure. And show it again For by sure. doing that. Yep, uh, Geo definitely impressed, uh, especially those last couple of points, digging deep after you know being in the finals after I think it was like your seventh match or something of the seventh or eighth match of the event, uh, and then just getting it done. So respect to Geo on blowing the game open, winning it for you guys. Uh, and then shout out to who who were the D five guys that you mentioned again? Cody and who else? Uh, Cody and Ben and. Um um, I believe it was Talon that got the uh, the MVP, and Skyler got the MVP on the D four. For sure. Um, All right. Shout out to your oh, yeah. uh, D five players there. Uh, congratulations yeah, on great. them. Uh, so that that just about does it. Uh, this final question is brought to us by Compete, which is Jell Stewart's brand. Uh, message him on Facebook or Instagram and mention in the pits for ten percent off of your order of soft goods. So, Mark, uh, thank you so much for your time. I know it's uh, pretty early in the morning over there. It's probably about, you know close to three thirty in the morning over there in the Netherlands. So, again, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, do you have any last shout outs that you'd like to give before we sign off? 
Well, yes, that uh, our website that Travis has helped us uh, build, uh, it has all the products from Lux and Virtue. And we pretty much only mostly try to sell stuff that, um, you know, from our sponsor, we're authorized dealers with the DLX. So we have all the different color designs. We have probably uh, right about 40 something markers in stock. And so other than that, um, Virtues came up big with us this year to help us because uh, we just had issues with uh, loaders and this and that with our sponsor that we had for 10 years. So we don't have a paintball. We don't actually have a sponsor that's that sells paint uh, for this year. So we're probably one of the only pro teams. So we're independent. So we're living that independent life. Um, with that being said, uh, we're going to go most likely with Verst to start out the, the event. And we're hoping they can carry us through with their paint. If not, we're going to go to ProShar. And then obviously GI paint is here. So it's not like we won't shoot GI paint. Um, they, they obviously have great paint. Uh, but uh, we're going to go with Verst uh, here in Europe. Now, other than Virtue, which has done just so much for us this year, we have so much to thank for them. Exalt's been a great sponsor for us. And uh, so is Powerhouse Regs. And um, obviously, Outlaw Paintball Park has been huge for us. And Tom and Deborah uh, to do everything that they've done and continue to help us because uh, we don't really have too many sponsors. Uh, uh, Diego Santos is, is crazy uh, good for us over here in Europe. And, uh, you know, he was the owner of the Latin Saints and had different things go on. And I was pretty vocal for him uh, when all that was happening, because people got to remember, I am the time traveler. I am Noster Marcus. So I predict things. And as I predict things, I make things happen. And that's what I'm really good at. So uh, I didn't give a shout out to my companies, which is Alamo Ammo and, and Prime Tickets. Uh, we have Alamo uh, tickets and tickets for Houston, tickets for Dallas, tickets for Oklahoma. We got tickets everywhere. So uh, Spurs are making a big comeback out to number one. And so uh, we held on to a lot of our season tickets and we just got through buying a lot more. So, you know, we're looking forward to uh, Spurs doing good things for us. So other than that, I think I, I don't know if I missed any sponsors. Did you get uh, Charles Dean? You know what? We saved the best for last, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> there it is. Well, you for sure, we we're going to say something, but you know, you you definitely helped do that, and uh, he's been outstanding for us. He's making all these designs for us, and we're going to put more jerseys on because we're uh, we have the really cool red stripe, tiger stripe, and the black stripe that we had last year, and a lot of people wanted some uniforms, jerseys, and well, they're they'll be able to get them now because we'll have them online. Um, so yeah, Max has just been outstanding, Charles, uh, with his uh, get Max. Uh, definitely it would have been hard to have done all this without him and our coach uh, to to be able to do things and also Diego Santos has been huge for us in, uh, in Europe uh, just an outstanding person and uh, we're going to do good things over here in Europe and we're going to FSU uh, this weekend Come watch us on TV uh, we're going to be playing uh, uh, let's see the first folks is at 2.15 European time against uh, section section and then uh, we have lucky 15s who made it uh, as one of the top four teams last year and they actually won a match in the United States and with that being said uh, that's our goal this year in Europe is to be one of the top four teams and that was kind of one of the reasons why we brought in uh, the fella from um, um, uh, the killers uh, the well, well, Ryan's playing with us with the Killers, but we brought a guy in for the USA team because you never know what's going to happen with Marky deciding what he wants to do later, play with the U.S. team or the world, uh, uh, the European team, because we're going to have, we're going to be one of the, we're the one of the only franchises in the world that have a European pro team and a U.S. pro team, and our goal is to be one of the top four, and we're going to go to World Cup, is what Nostradamus is saying right here, right now. And we're going to be have two pro lines at World Cup, our European pro line and our United States pro line. So, uh, you know, that's that's what's going to happen. You heard it right here first from Nostra Marcus. And I'm, you know, make these things happen when I predict because I'm behind there pulling a lot of the strings to make what I say come true. For sure. All right. There it, it is. is. It is. What I'll be. Is it the question or is it the answer? There it is. Which All right. Question or answer. Let's go. <laughs> no, no more questions. 
there? Because no you more. go out over here for two hours with these people going on and on about stuff. I get on to my players. <laughs> what were you talking for two hours about? What? You talked, you know, let's someone got a question here. I need another question. No, someone out there with a good question? I think that's it. No I think I think they can't handle um, so much Mark France here. So I think uh, yeah, that'll too much. And, and, and if, if my Renee was trying to ask him, big what? He goes, you know, all this crazy <laughs> stuff that he does. But I, I appreciate you having me on. And again, I apologize for all the issues last night. Uh, but here we are, and we got this over with. We got it done. FSU, baby, yes, awesome FSU. Yes, that's what it is. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you're you're either FSU or you're not, right? That's what I always tell, but that's I don't get as mad when people leave anymore uh, because, you know, they're going to come back eventually. And just like all the players that went to the pro with X Factor and then, the, you know, they kind of just come back, right? And I kind of have a little thing I say about that, but I probably shouldn't say it online, but it's... All right. uh all right, then we'll, say all right, we'll, we'll make sure that we, we protect the Mark friends here. All right, so Mark, that does it for our show. Uh, thank all you right. so much for calling in. And everybody online, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to go follow Austin Notorious. Oh, yeah, shout out to Bunker Kings as well. Uh, be sure to go follow. Yes, sir. Be sure to go follow Austin Notorious. That's at Austin Notorious on Instagram. Who? What other guests would you like to see on the show? Be sure to leave a comment down below. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. The show goes live weekly here on YouTube.com slash at In The Pits Paintball Podcast. And recordings are posted to YouTube, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify the next day. I want to give a quick shout out to my partners and my sponsors. That's FU Athletics. Get that shot. Paintball Kumite. Compete. Hustle Town Paintball and Hermes PB. Y'all, this is the official then, announcement. Oh, go yeah. ahead, Mark. DLX Lux, though, too. We've been with them for five years. I, I can't forget about those folks with the with the Luxes. Uh, so I believe it's our fifth year with Lux. Yes, sir. All right. So, y'all, next week, this is our official announcement. I know a lot of people online have guessed uh, who our episode 50 special guest is, uh, but we will see you next Wednesday for episode 50, where, yes, we will have Maddie Marshall joining us on the show. So, y'all, you will not want to miss that episode. Be sure to join us live on YouTube. We will see you then. Mark, you, Mark thank you so much for your time. Thank you.